0: At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions. Supply.
1: Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in
0: Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins.
1: Hey everybody, happy Tuesday, episode 543 of Coach Unplugged. Like I said yesterday, we're, we're kind of pulling the curtain back and letting you look at um, High School Hoops, another podcast that we have. We'll have the link down below. Um, we're just trying to get you to also listen to that one because we think that's a great podcast. Um, and also, we'd like to get a big shout out to Patreon. We've set up, set up a, a Patreon page for our podcast. If if Maybe if ttubes.com is not your cup of tea, but you'd like to get back a little bit, or you would like to um, have some member benefits, which is uh, we're starting another podcast that is only accessible on um, uh, Patreon that kind of gives you a look at uh, behind the scenes. I started in January 1st, and just kind of my daily thoughts of being a high school basketball coach, so I thought you would enjoy that, so go over and check that out, Um, that is on Patreon, and it will be down below. All right. Have a great day. All right. Welcome to High School Hoops. Middle of January. Final exam times for high school students. Hopefully you're all studying. Uh, Before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to give a big shout out. First of all, two things to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let me pay my friends. Let me take my wife out to dinner. That's all I want. It's a great resource. It will make you a better basketball coach. Um, You know, I get I get tons of emails. The community is awesome. You know, it will, you know, I always, I always talk about what does teachhoops.com do. Unlike other things, there's lots of resources. What it will do is it will help you through the hard times. It will help you know that you're doing the right things at the right time. All those things. So community is great. Go over and check it out. Also, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, I, I mean, I want, I, if I could have six of them in my gym, I would, I just don't, we don't have that kind of money. Um, but mention high school hoops or coach unplugged and they will give you, uh, $350 off your next purchase. Tell them I sent you, that'd be good. You know, I got to send my son to college. Not that that would help me send my kid to college, but <laughs> I might be able to buy a book with it. You know, mm-hmm. something. All right. What well, what's this day? What's this topic?
0: Well, last week we talked about losing. So we're going to build us some confidence today and talk about how to maintain a winning streak. Oh,
1: uh, so how do you streak. keep a winning streak? Well, my best winning streak was 25 games, and then we lost in the state finals. So I lost the 26th one. Um, that was uh, two thousand. That was 2004. That was Wesley's junior year. And yeah. that was I had to eat uh, I, I ate a number eight at McDonald's, whatever the double cheeseburger one was. Coach, I'm 25. not gonna
0: lie, though, the team that you lost to was one of the best high school teams I've ever seen play. So I'm sorry to tell you that. There
1: yeah, you. but I think we ha- we we win that game if Wesley doesn't break his hand. I really do. I had three Mr. i I really think we win that game.
0: But you did lose to a very good team.
1: We yeah. did, and and he got and he got on fire. Fletcher yeah. got on yeah. fire. Yeah. That was a great game. I mean great game. The, the and the issue was, I was young, yeah. And but was a better coach. I mean, Gazi's probably still a better coach than me, <laughs> but whatever. Don't go to, I hope that doesn't go to your head, Jim. But, um, but I was just young and didn't know. I mean, it was like, oh my god, they turned the lights out. Oh my god, it's yeah, is,
0: it was all a, that stuff. It's just exciting. too much.
1: The first tough, first time is tough. Um, Anyway, so winning streaks. So I think the hardest part, you know, how to maintain the hardest part about a winning streak is you have to almost pretend like you're on a losing streak. Like human nature is complacency. It is. Um, and it's, it, it's easy. Like I, I keep telling myself we're on a little bit of a winning streak. I tell myself that I got to be harder on them rather than easier on them when we're on the winning streak, I got to almost coddle more when we're on the losing because you don't want to kick the the sick dog. Um, you know, so I don't know why I said that, whatever. I don't know what the expression is. (laughs) I love my dogs. Trust me. I'm not kicking any dogs, but you know what I'm saying? You just, you got to like when, when the, when you're, when you've yelled at your kid, you got to go give them a hug at that point. When you're on a losing streak, it's they're, they're more fragile at that point. That's a better way of putting it. And, um, but when they're winning, they're feeling like they're king of the world. Like, and I tell them it doesn't take very long to go from the penthouse to the outhouse. Um, and, you know, so I I have to tell myself on a regular basis, yes, we're good, but we're not great. We're good, but we're not great. We want to be great. How can we be great? Um, so I think that for me, that's the hardest part about maintaining. And I've had a lot of winning streaks. <laughs> I mean. I think we won forty some conference games in a row. Is like two and a half years of never losing a conference game, crazy streak. And um, and it's hard. It's hard. You got you got to play mental mind games. It's the coach you do it because they are going to start feeling like they're you know the 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 you know the the Clippers or the you know the Warriors of old, whatever. Um, so, what do you think, Coach?
0: Well, I think losing a game within the middle of the season is a great thing. Being able to have to win all throughout the whole year is very very difficult. I think back to our state championship. Um, we were we started the season off nine and zero, and then right before Christmas we had a loss, and it really put us in reflection as a staff. And then we ended up winning every game the rest of the season. But that winning streak, kind of the next winning streak that went on was that we changed our identity a little bit. You know, we so we're a really good team, but we're not playing like a really good team. In, in a sense of all right, you know, we're playing too much at the half court. You know, we, we made some adjustments to make ourselves better. And so, you know, constantly um, build building on that. Like you can, as you start to play really well, I think it's, you don't just become complacent of what you're doing, but what can you add more as you continue on? I think it makes you even harder to beat as you move on. Uh, so for example, we added two different types of presses as we started to play really well. Um, we added different types of zones. We Another thing is that when you start, a good team usually has depth. And when you can show kids that they're not, their, they, their, their starting position is not um, something that's set in stone and you can make practice competitive and, and somebody else can replace that starting spot and constantly continue to make them hungry within your, your, your daily practices and so forth is huge. And so I think constantly keeping them engaged in regards to adding things within your within what you do, whether it's a couple drill changes or a couple defensive changes or a different offensive set, you know, to keep them going because kids get bored. We're in a, an app society where you can you can get all this instantaneous. Yeah, things. It's the
1: Snapchat world we live right? in. Yes, I
0: think you, I think it makes it a little bit more fun when you could be like, all right, you are you playing a team that you know that's pretty easy. All right, what can we do tonight that we've never done before? All right, let's run a three-two trap. I mean, sometimes it's about going out and thinking outside the box, I think too, is that finding different ways to win and doing different things with your kids just because you've already told me this, we talked about too, in the biggest time, they're not going to know exactly, you know, they're going to have to be able to take ownership and win the game on their own, not
1: you. Right. And so
0: if you can keep them actively involved in doing that and keeping them well-versed, I think that's how you continue to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I mean, it's, it's keeping their minds, um, Active, I think, is just a huge part of of that. Um, anything else on that, Coach? Uh, Winning they, streaks are good. Winning yeah, streaks are good. Winning streaks are
0: good. I think another thing is a lot of teams that win make shots. So they do. You know, if you if you're playing well, you know, maybe you're not running your offense a hundred times in practice. You're getting a lot more shots off, and you're keeping your legs. You're keeping your kids engaged. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot to be said about that because. I mean, after a while, if you're all playing well, it's really hard to cover three or four guys that can hit shots. Right. So if you're starting to play well, use that to your advantage in practice too. Don't beat – like don't like Coach said, don't beat a dead dog if your kids now, are playing But the well. thing is,
1: here's what I've started to do too, and this is a little tidbit for high school coaches. I, I like – we've gotten down to three perfect possessions. And, and I think it was yesterday in practice, we were running one of our offenses, and I said, all right and I split them up into, in the winter break. I tend to split them up into two even groups just to, yep. again, keep them engaged. Um, so I had two even groups, and I don't remember which group it was, but I, let's say it's the green group. And they were running it, and it took them 14 times to get three, three perfect possessions. I said, stop. I should we sh- This should not have taken 15 minutes. This should have taken two minutes. So I play little games like that with them. It's like, all right, three perfect, and we're done. Go on the next thing. Three perfect, we're done. And I probably had the longest practice I've had in three years because we weren't doing what we needed to do. Now, were we tired? Were we getting off the plane? Were we doing all that? Yes, absolutely. There's lots of reasons why it occurred. Winter break, they're staying up and playing, you know, games on, you know, 2K and all that stuff till 2 a.m. Whatever. I get that. But that's where I think you as the coach have to think. Perfect possessions. How can I do it? How can I, you know, make them focus? and be precise. Um, All right. Anything else on that?
0: Uh, One other thing is then uh, if you're starting to win a lot of games is think about being the opposition of how, how are teams going to beat you? Right. Um, I think that's huge. You know, I, I think it's really important to be like, think of the opposition. If you're starting to play really well, think about what are teams going to do and try to emulate that in practice in situations or little games like you talked about.
1: Right. Yep. I think that's perfect. All right. What's our, what's our also, also winning streaks. You should join teach for coaches who want to get better. <laughs> Telling you I've won 80% of my high school games. There you go. If you're looking for a mentor dot Okay, go ahead. That was again, a hard sell, not a soft sell. Looking
0: for self-paced courses. That can meet the needs of what you need as a coach is dot com. There's nothing better than that.
1: There you go. Done. All right. That's the hard sell, people. Hard sell. <laughs> I'll show the ring. People are watching on YouTube. There we go. I'll put the ring. I'll zoom the ring in.
0: Are one of these. Should, you should have a couple more of those on your fingers.
1: I got a bunch, but I just keep them in a <laughs> – I keep I keep them over there. You
0: don't wear them around your neck or anything, huh? No, the boys want me
1: – hey, before we – so, again, this is what we do on High School Hoops. We just go offside. So, that was, we were down in Florida at the tournament. And, uh, I, I usually wear a suit and I bought a couple of nice new suits and stuff. And, um, uh, I wore, I, I didn't want to take them cause I was going down to see my parents before the tournament. And so I didn't want to pack it. I didn't want to take another bag, whatever. Lot, yeah. So I wore, I wore Yeezys shorts and a polo and we, and we played the best basketball we played. So the boys basically corralled me yesterday and said, you're wearing that the rest of the season coach. I go, what? They go. You're you're gonna wear that. I go. You want me to wear the exact same outfit in January in Wisconsin? Yeah. You go. Yep. I go. Okay. If you play, if you win, shoot. I'll wear, I'll wear a you know a, one of those white shirt. I don't care. <laughs> if you win and play well, I'll wear shorts. So, so next this game- is our
0: this is our seventieth episode, and this is the best advice we can give any coach. You do whatever it takes to win games.
1: Seriously, I don't care. I mean, yeah. I'll – if, mean,
0: if it means something to them, oh well.
1: Yeah, and it, and it doesn't, uh, doesn't go against my f- philosophical issues. Like, I'm not going to – I give them choices when it doesn't really matter. If they want me to wear that and they think it's funny, great. Because the first time they don't start playing and I'm wearing that stuff, I am going to go like, <laughs> yes like look at you uh, yeah so it's fine if we go win if we win 25 games i if i have to wear that at the cole center perfect yeah, i well. will wear a polo shorts and yeezys at the cole center i don't well, care
0: right because then you could show off another ring in march that's all yeah, that's
1: important yeah, well. shoot I, and, cause <laughs> be, I will talk because i'm sure they'll ask me why are you wearing that and i'll say well here's why but anyway all right go ahead sorry
0: uh one thing we can do to help high school kids not burn out around finals time just one thing that you think is really important
1: yeah so here's what so we try to we try to do practice as quickly as possible after finals um so if we get out at two i try to do practice right away um and the and the and give them a snack say finals are over you know, we've done some meditation now where we kind of like leave school behind and then get into our, get into our practice. So you usually have about a minute meditation even before we hit the floor. Um, but, uh, I think that's easier. Cause what I tell the parents is when I send them home, they're done, you know? So let's say finals get over at noon. We'll go from 1230 to two. And then I'm sending them home. And I said, then they're yours. <laughs> You know, they, they, you know, they can take a nap, they can eat, they can go study. So I would rather give them a big stretch of time, um, at that point, than you know, give them all this, you know, okay, finals are over at noon, come back at two, you know, what are they going to do in that? They're not going to do anything in that two hours, um, other than maybe go eat, go, you know, they're going to mess around. So that time is so precious during finals time that I just like to do my, my, any high school coaches out there that are listening. I try to get that. Get those practices done as soon as you can after final exams if you can get in the gym. Um, I, you're a little bit out of routine, but I think that out of routine is better for them, to be honest with you, because they're not sleeping as well, and they're, they're stressed, and they're worried about this, and worried about that, and their parents are on them and all those things. What did you used to do?
0: I often sat down with all of them just to help them organize their week I think is really important. I think kids don't know constantly know how to organize what they need to achieve. So sitting down with them and kind of mapping out their week of how they're going to be successful is huge. I think often we expect kids, you have to expect kids, they don't know anything. I think right. them how to do that is huge.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a, that's something I talk about in my classes too. It's like, okay, you got an 86 in this class. It's a 10% final. It ain't going up much. You I mean, right. don't, don't bomb it, but okay. But you're at a, you're in an 89 in this class. And if you get an A, you can get, a, you can get an A for the semester. So it's like you got to teach them those little, like, it's the math teacher in me. Like, where do you need to spend your time? It's like life. <laughs> you know, where do I need to spend my time? Everybody has the same 24 hours. Bill Gates right. has the same 24 hours that I have. He doesn't have an extra hour because he's Bill Gates. But how does he use that time is so important. It's a life skill, to be honest with you. I agree.
0: So that—that's my 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 tidbit is just—it doesn't take much to constantly hear from somebody else. Those kind of advices that coaches—you they mostly hear the basketball advice from you, and most of your kids at that point have respect you and love you and want to know and they want to hear from you. But it's nice to hear something else coming out of your mouth besides basketball, and I think they take it to heart. I think think
1: they do too. All All right, good. Till next week, coach.
0: All right, sounds good, coach. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.